Her memory retrieved her last conscious thought. Walking through the staff car park in her new floaty dress and pink shoes, to meet Patrick. This memory reassured her that she must have had an accident. Champagne and roses, she thought. That's what he had promised her after her long day at work. Champagne and roses, and, if she had read him right, a marriage proposal. Where was he now? Outside pacing a corridor, no doubt, anxiously waiting to hear how she was, ready to pounce on anyone who could give him an answer. Had she been knocked down, she wondered? A car pulling out too quickly, perhaps, that she hadn't noticed in her eagerness to see Patrick's car. A vague recollection filtered through of tottering along in her impossibly high heels, chest stuck out, tummy pulled in to show off her figure to its best advantage in the new dress, and then a wave of dizziness which buckled her legs and slammed her knees to the ground, a pain to the crook of her neck, a pressure on her mouth, no air, gagging, and then... nothing. Gut-wrenching fear gripped, and her breathing turned ragged as she fought the panic. How seriously injured was she? Was she dying? Was that why no one was around her? Had they simply left her here to die? Her training and instincts kicked in. Primary survey. Do the checks. A, B, C, D, E. No, stay with A, B, C first. Her airway was clear. No oxygen mask or nasal cannula were attached to her. She was breathing spontaneously, and as she breathed in deeply, she felt no discomfort. Circulation? Her heart was pounding hard and loud. She could hear it on a monitor close by. But why then were her legs spread? Was she bleeding? Pelvic fractures could be the most serious traumas, big, uncontrollable bleeders. But if that was the case, where were all the worried surgeons? Why hadn't they banded her pelvis and stabilised it? Hello? Can you hear me? She now demanded, less pleasantly. The sound of clanking instruments ceased. She moved her head gingerly and was not surprised to find head blocks and a neck collar holding her still. They had yet to rule out the possibility of a cervical spine injury. She began to seethe. Who the fuck was looking after her? She wanted to give him or her a piece of her mind. To allow her to wake up alone was bad enough, but for her to then find her head and arms strapped down and her legs stuck up in the air was an outrage. She could have done untold damage to herself if she'd panicked or ripped off the contraptions that were keeping her safe. She could hear the sound of clogs moving towards her on the hard floor. Then, floating into her peripheral vision, she saw bluey-green material, someone wearing a surgical gown. She caught a glimpse of a pale neck and the edge of a white face mask, but the rest of the face, the nose and eyes, were above the bright lights, making it impossible for her to see properly. She felt tears suddenly gather in her eyes and laughed harshly. I hate bloody hospitals! Her visitor stayed still and silent, bringing fresh fear to her overactive mind. Sorry about the waterworks. I'm okay now. Look, just give me the facts. Life-threatening? Life-changing? I take it you know I work here, that I'm a doctor, so please don't give me the diluted version. I'd rather know the truth. Nothing's happened to you. The voice jolted her, sounding like it came through a speaker system. She blinked in confusion. Was the person beside her speaking to her, or was someone speaking to her from behind an observation screen? Was she in the CT scanner room and not in a theatre?
The voice belonged to a man, but not one she recognised. It was none of the surgeons she knew. She squinted up at the masked face. Are you the doctor, or are they in another room? Are we in the scanner room? I'm the doctor. Christ, her hearing was all wrong. He sounded like he was speaking beside her, yet the voice sounded distant, like a telephone voice. Why didn't he turn off the bloody lights and take off his mask and talk to her properly, hold her hand even? She sighed, agitatedly. So you haven't found anything wrong with me? There isn't anything wrong with you. Impatiently, her voice rang louder. Look, can we rewind here? Why exactly am I lying here, and why was I brought in? What does my casualty card say? You know, you really shouldn't get yourself so worked up. Your heart is racing, your breathing is erratic, and your oxygen levels are only 94%. Do you smoke?